Hi everyone, welcome back to the next episode in the Star Wars series. Uh, we discussed the original trilogy uh, last time, and uh, we're going to jump right into Phantom Menace. But we're also going to be talking about Attack of the Clones uh, in these episodes. So, uh... At least we got that to look forward to, I guess. Uh, I really don't like Phantom Menace. But, let's just get it out of the way. Alright? Okay. So, having Wikipedia help me out here because I want to forget as much about Phantom Menace as I possibly freaking can. Alright, so... Let's find out where we want to start. Okay. Okay. So the plot to Phantom Menace. The Trade Federation upsets order in the Galactic Republic by blockading the planet Naboo in preparation for for a full-scale invasion, the Republic's leader, Supreme Chancellor Valorium, dispatches Jedi Knight Qui-Gon Jinn and his apprentice Obi-Wan Kenobi to negotiate the Trade Federation. Viceroy um, and... Chancellor Palpatine, who later we find out to be Darth Sidious. Okay. So, Darth Sidious wants Viceroy to kill the Jedi and begin their invasion with an army of battle droids. Uh, let's see here. Qui-Gon saves the life of a Gungan. Jar Jar Banks, who is just so damn annoying. Uh, indebted to Qui-Gon, Jar Jar leads the Jedi to Othoth Gunga. The Gungan's underwater city, the Jedi fail to persuade the Gungan leader, Boss Nass, to help the planet's sacrifice dwellers but managed to obtain Jar Jar's guidance and underwater transport. After rescuing Queen Padme Amidala, the group make their escape from Naboo aboard her royal starship, intending to reach the Republic capital planet of Coruscant. Um, Qui-Gon Jar Jar... And droid R2-D2 and Padme, disguised as one of the, her handmaidens, visit the settlement of Moss Espa to purchase a new part for their hyperdrive. They encounter a junk dealer, Watto, and his nine-year-old slave, Anakin Skywalker. A gifted pilot and engineer who has built a protocol droid, C-3PO. Qui-Gon senses a strong presence or, uh, not, not or, of, my mistake, of the Force, 
within Anakin and is convinced that he has that he is the chosen one destined to restore balance to the force. Um, Watto refuses to accept uh, Republic currency. Uh, um, I'm just really bored even reading the plot. So we're going to skip ahead here. Uh, okay. Let's just... Okay. So, there's a pod race. Anakin leaves his mom. And he goes to the... What the hell is it called? Okay, so he, he goes with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to the uh, Jedi Temple to be trained to become a Jedi. Yoda is kind of skeptical of Anakin, uh, along with Mace Windu and the other Jedi Masters. But um, he becomes Obi-Wan's apprentice. And uh, Padme and Anakin become friends. Let's see here. Um, there's a droid battle at the end of Phantom Menace. And the Gungans come and help out with their army to, um, to fight the droids. And uh, Anakin has to stay in a, a spaceship. And he goes missing by accident by staying in the ship. He blows up a thing. Uh, Darth Maul is is Palpatine's apprentice. There's a really kick-ass lightsaber battle. Spoiler alert, Qui-Gon Jinn, Qui Jinn dies by Darth Maul. Darth Maul is split in half, so he dies... Uh, there's some thing about midi-chlorians, which I can't even remember what those are. And there's some other stuff. Uh, and the movie is just really boring, and we're just gonna... We're just gonna leave Phantom Menace at that. So, um, yeah. Now we're gonna go on to Attack of the Clones. Okay. Attack of the Clones is a little bit better. So, to start it off, Um, ten years after the, after the battle at Naboo, the Galactic Republic is threatened by the se Separatist movement organized by former Jedi Master Count Dooku, played by the ever-so-great actor Christopher Lee. Yes. Uh, Senator Amidala uh, comes to Coruscant to vote on the motion to create an army to assist the Jedi against the threat. 
narrowly avoiding an assassin. Damn. Avoiding an assassination attempt. Upon her arrival, she is placed under the protection of Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi and his apprentice, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, the pair come together a second attempt on Padme's life and subdue the assassin Zam Wessel, who is killed by her employer, a bounty hunter, who we find out is Jango Fett, which is Boba Fett's father, and Boba Fett was in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Before she can reveal his identity, the Jedi Council instructs Obi-Wan to find the bounty hunter while Anakin is tasked to protect Padme and escort her back to Naboo. Uh, they fall in love in spite of the Jedi Code that forbids attachments. Obi-Wan's search leads him to the mysterious ocean planet of Kamino, where he discovers an army of clones being pro produced for the Republic. Under the name of Sifo Diaz, a deceased Jedi Master with bounty hunter Jango Fett, as we discussed a couple minutes ago, uh, serving as their genetic template, Obi Wan meets with Jango, who reveals that the clones were the idea of a man named To Tyrannus. Tyrannus. It's pronounced Tyrannus. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Meanwhile, Anakin is troubled by visions of his mother, Shmi, in pain and decides to return to his homeworld of Tatooine with Padme to save, to save her. Water reveals that he sold Shmi to Moisture Farmer La Klieg Lars, who then freed and married her. Kleeg tells Anakin that she was abducted by Tusken Raiders weeks earlier and is likely dead. Determined to find his mother, Anakin ventures out and finds her at the Tusken campsite, still barely alive. After she dies in his arms, an enraged Anakin massacres the tribe. He later declares to Padme that he will find a way to prevent the deaths of those he loves. Though these powers are linked to the dark side and are forbidden techniques for the Jedi. Um, on Geonosis, Obi-Wan discovers a Separatist gathering led by Count Dooku, who is developing a droid army with the Trade Federation. A Viceroy, Newt Gunray, and ordered the attempts on Padme's life. Let's skip ahead here. Da -da -da -da. see. Anakin and Padme head to Geonosis to rescue Obi-Wan, but Anakin loses his lightsaber and they are captured by Jango. Dooku sentences the trio to death, but they are saved by a battle... Battalion of clone troopers led by Yoda, Mace Windu, and the other Jedi. Windu beheads Jango during the ensuing battle. Obi-Wan and Anakin intercept Dooku, and they 
They engage in a lightsaber duel. Dooku injures Obi-Wan and serves Anakin. Severs cuts it off. Anakin's right arm, but Yoda intercepts and defends them. Uh, Dooku uses the Force to distract Yoda and escapes to Coruscant. Okay. So, the Council is left disturbed by Dooku's claim and Sidious controlling the Senate. As the Jedi acknowledge the beginning of the Clone Wars, Anakin is fitted with a robotic hand and marries Padme on Naboo, with C-3PO and R2-D2 as the only witnesses. Okay. So... Those are the beginning of the of the prequel trilogies. Those are the first two. Okay, we got the plots out of the way. Now let's discuss why. See, Phantom Menace is just not that good, and it's not that good because well, the first thing is, I mean, people waited almost twenty years. You know, it was highly anticipated. You know, the last Star Wars movie before Phantom Menace came out in 1983. So between 1983 and 1998, there were no Star Wars movies. So that means that by the time Phantom Menace came out, like, it was, like, it was super highly anticipated. For a movie called Star Wars, it was basically a bunch of politics and bickering and arguments and trying to figure out, you know, what to do what in the Senate. It is a prime example of just how boring and just how annoying real politics are in real life. It's like, I'm sorry, but if I'm 10 years old and watching Star Wars... No 10-year-old wants to see that. 10-year-olds, they want to see lightsaber battles and lasers and, you know, explosions going off and stuff like that, you know? Like, nobody wants to see... Nobody wants to see a bunch of Senate old people, like, bickering and bitching about this and that. Come on, man, you know? So, and Jar Jar Binks... Oh, God! No. So... With Attack of the Clones, it was a bit better. There was a bit of action going on. There was that thing with Anakin and Padme. Yeah, so it was a little bit better. It was a little bit better. I just think that maybe what they could have done for Attack of the Clones is... I think maybe they could have extended a couple of the battles... I think that they could have uh, made Obi-Wan not such a hard-ass on Anakin. See, like, Attack of the Clones is a bit more entertaining, but it's just those first two prequel movies just are not that good. So... If you're a Star Wars fan, obviously it makes sense to see Phantom Menace. If you're not, 
and you want to watch the Star Wars movies, really, it is fine. It is just fine to skip Phantom Menace. And if you want to know, like, the, the background more on Anakin Skywalker, him and his, as an adult, then yeah, it is, it is important to watch Attack of the Clones. There's more action in Attack of the Clones, as there's not so much in Phantom Menace, but uh, that's that's the background on Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And when we see you next time, we will be discussing Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens. So if you had a good day, I hope this made it better. If you had a bad day, I hope this made it better. And wherever you guys are out there, Keep uh keep listening and enjoy and have a good one. All right guys, bye.